it's the place where someone checks you out. So if you come across someone, hear their name, get an email from someone or a voicemail from someone that you don't know, and it's in a professional capacity, then the first thing you do is look them up on LinkedIn. And so you're creating a first impression through your profile, and that's pretty important. Welcome to the LS International Career Success Podcast. I'm Paula Saint lopez and today I am joined by Mark Williams, also commonly known as Mr. LinkedIn. Following a career spanning 20 years in the recruitment industry, Mark set up an ETN LinkedIn training in 2008, and now he's widely regarded as one of the world's top LinkedIn experts. Since then, he has trained thousands of LinkedIn users from a diverse range of industries. And in this episode, we're lucky enough to get some tips and insights from him on how to boost our LinkedIn presence and make the most out of the platform. Welcome, Mark. Well, thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's good to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure because I'm also very, very interested in the topic that we have to discuss today. I think that like myself, all of our listeners are very used to working within LinkedIn. I think it's one of the platforms that especially with working from home with COVID, it has been one of the places that we've been most in order to connect with people that we we were used to seeing every day and that we don't anymore. So definitely I'm very interested to get the insights from Mr. LinkedIn. So I wanted to start with the basics. Why is our LinkedIn presence so important and why we should be paying attention to it? Sure. Well, I mean, I think when you think about it, it's really your professional identity online, isn't it? As you say, especially these days, even more so than ever. But I would argue even well before days of COVID, it's it's the place where someone checks you out. So if you come across someone, hear their name, get an email from someone or a voicemail from someone that you don't know, and it's in a professional capacity, then the first thing you do is look them up on LinkedIn. And so you're creating a first impression through your profile, and that's pretty important. It does amaze me how many people don't pay enough attention to things like the LinkedIn profile because they underestimate how important it is. But it's critical, really, that kind of first impression. So, yeah. Yeah, and I especially agree because, I mean, my job has a lot to do with screening and kind of judging a little bit the the LinkedIn profiles from the people that I see online to try to match them with the right level role. So somebody, mm-hmm. if they don't make the most out of their LinkedIn profile, maybe they're missing out on a good opportunity just because there's not enough information or it doesn't look in the proper way. So going on that line, since you mentioned that it's so important to have a good first impression, do you have any tips on how to improve that? How can you be seen on LinkedIn? From that sense. Yeah, I mean, there's so many areas you could cover, but uh, the thing I'd concentrate on today would be just to talk about activity because that's the thing that people often underestimate and it has such a big impact. A lot of the time, people will create a LinkedIn profile and maybe make it look good or think they're making it look good and then leave it at that. And that's okay if someone does go to check them out. But of course, that's not how it works in areas like recruitment, for instance, because someone isn't checking you out. They're not looking you up by name for a job. They're searching on keywords and hopefully they find you for a suitable job. The problem with that is they probably won't find you unless you are active. Now, obviously, if I was searching for a very unique keyword, then and you're one of the only people on LinkedIn to have it, I'll find you. But what's the reality is that um, that's rarely going to be the case. And if I search for you, the reason why I find you, the reason why you come high in my search result is because you're considered to be particularly relevant to me. 
and a number of things impact that, but one of the biggest is activity. If we've had some level of contact with each other, whether that just be in the feed, so commenting or liking each other's posts or other things like direct messaging particularly can have an impact on that. So you make yourself more visible through activity. The analogy I always use is if you, and this is for any use of LinkedIn, I'm not just talking about job seeking, any use of LinkedIn. The analogy I use is that you've got this huge area that you're in, you know, like a forest, if you like. And if you were looking to be found by people, whether that's customers or headhunters or anybody, then obviously you want to be visible to them as opposed to any normal prey. You actually want to be shot <laughs> and uh, or yeah. targeted. Yeah, a good profile is like wearing a bright day glow jacket, you know, so that people can see you. But here's the analogy. If it doesn't matter how brightly you dress, if you sit behind a tree and don't move, then you're dependent on me moving into a position where I can see you. And that's not within your control, right? So get moving, you know, and the more you move around, the more likely I am to see you. And that isn't just about job seekers. That can be any use of LinkedIn. Activity is the thing that sparks the whole process, really. That's that's what makes things happen on LinkedIn. Okay, because I'm speaking of moving and getting away from like the tree that's standing your way. Do you like in terms of the activity, is there something that we can do that's more valuable for the algorithm than other things? Like, let's say, commenting on a post, does it make you more relevant to a certain person's profile than maybe making a post yourself? Or do you have any insight on what kind of activity can boost your profile a bit more than others? Yeah, I mean, commenting is a really good thing to do and posting is as well, provided that the posts you do make other people want to comment, right? So mm-hmm. if you're just posting stuff that's just putting a message out that's really talking at people, then you'll tend to find, as you would in any type of uh, interaction, that if you talk in that way to people or you communicate in that way to people, then they tend not to communicate back with you. So posts that are engaging are good for relevance. Engaging with other people's posts is good for relevance as well. Although actually the answer to the question is that the most powerful thing you'll ever do for relevance is direct messaging. But of course that's not possible okay. with everyone. And yeah. direct messaging is only powerful if it's two-way process. So there's no point in just spamming people and having no response. But if you actually get into a direct message conversation with someone, then that has more impact than anything else. Yeah. Okay, very interesting. I didn't know that. So I imagine that like myself, a lot of people on LinkedIn are making mistakes or doing things that maybe are not kind of as advisable in terms of building an employee brand or a personal brand online. What would you say are the main mistakes that people make using the platform? Yeah, I mean, it's probably more of a mindset than anything else. I think the most common mistake I find anyway is when people only use LinkedIn when they want something from LinkedIn. Okay. So they're like that friend or supposed friend that you never hear from. And then you suddenly do out of the blue and it's because they want something from you. And that's not much of a friend, right? And a lot of people are like that with LinkedIn. So, you know, I'm doing really well. I've got lots of business. I don't need any more business. Oh, I suddenly hit hard times. You know, business is a bit tight. I'll tell you what, I'm going to suddenly start using LinkedIn and, and hope that all of a sudden I'm going to get customers queuing up outside my door. Or, you know, I'm very happy in my job. I suddenly need to get a job because I've lost my job and suddenly I appear on LinkedIn out of nowhere. Or I'm looking to recruit someone. You know, I haven't been on LinkedIn for two years, but now we've got a vacancy. So we'll start getting active. And it doesn't really work that way. You know, you suddenly can't switch on the algorithm to suddenly start noticing you. You know, 
Um, this is a networking community. And a lot of people take a, a marketing mindset to LinkedIn from whatever mm-hmm. perspective. They don't have to be in marketing. They might be a job seeker. They might be recruiting. But they are essentially taking a marketing mindset Whereas actually you should take a networking mindset. I always turn on, always be active, always be using it. And when you do that, then that's when the magic's more likely to happen. That's when it will work for you. But you can't just expect to just suddenly switch it on and find you're gaining benefit from it. It doesn't really work that way. It is funny that you mention it because we see it quite often in terms of kind of for our searches when we're trying to fill a position and match a candidate with the right company. We find that it's a lot more engaging for candidates to really see who they would be working with, how their profiles are, what they like. It is a lot easier to to engage with your future boss if you know what kind of they've been doing on LinkedIn. Oh, a lot of our clients find that, that they, since they're not posting, since they're not paying attention to their LinkedIn profiles, they try to have a lot of employee branding and engagement with the candidates, but they're unable to do so because they haven't been kind of nurturing the plants, as you were mentioning, to make it yeah. grow and become a forest. Do you have any kind of tips or any advice on how companies or senior leaders in those companies can use LinkedIn to attract the best talents from like an employee branding perspective? Yeah, I mean, people like to think that people are attracted to jobs, the content of the role, you know, that that's the thing that really drives them. And it might be the thing that initially gets their interest but actually the thing that makes people join or accept a job and join an organization is the company itself and the culture and the people that they'll be working with and the environment they'll be spending a lot of their lives with and so often when you look on LinkedIn you get absolutely no sense of that whatsoever you know you just see either a load of very boring plain profiles that tell you very nothing and no activity or you get a kind of unified approach that look makes a company look like it's a kind of clone culture where you know mm-hmm. every profile reads exactly the same. But there's a real missed opportunity in all of that. If senior leaders within an organization were active on LinkedIn expressing opinion, writing profiles that actually demonstrate a bit about their personality, then a job seeker who is a difficult person to recruit, you know, someone that's in high demand, will look at that and start to get a real sense of what they're going to be getting into. These are the things that make the biggest difference. You know, when I've been recruiting, you know, we always used to invite people into the office, spend time in the office, get to know people, take them out for drinks and stuff like that. These are the kind of things that attract the best quality people. And (laughs) certainly, you know, I wouldn't say you replace that, although maybe at the moment you have to, but, but you wouldn't replace it with that. But you you are taking steps towards breaking down those barriers and, and making the organization seem so much more real and approachable and authentic through not just the profiles, but the activity of people within the company at all levels. But obviously, in leadership roles, they're going to have more impact. Mm-hmm. And I guess also it is a, a very good way to create like a personal interaction when you're interviewing for uh, a dream role, right? Because especially now that there's a lot more distance interviewing through Zoom and kind of going through full search projects through online, I think it, it makes a lot of sense to really check who you will be interviewing with, what they've liked recently in terms of the posting, who do they follow? Because that way um, you have some tools or at least some information to create much more of a personal connection with that person even if it's through zoom so i think it goes both ways from like a company to a talent but also from a candidate to really create that connection that they're seeking with with a future boss 
Yeah. And of course, you know, the thing about recruitment and interviews is that the process should be made as easy as possible for both parties. And so by giving information, whether you're a candidate, giving information about yourself to the people that might be recruiting you and being real and authentic and open makes it easier to interview and easier to understand more about you. But equally from a company perspective as well, you know, the the company wants to facilitate the process to make that person feel as relaxed and as easy as they can in an interview situation. And of course, interviews over Zoom and things like that are a little bit more false than they perhaps would be Mm -hmm. face to face and anything you can do to facilitate that. So on both sides, openness and authenticity and being real just makes life a lot easier for all parties. And therefore, you're more likely to make the right decision on both sides. You know, you're dealing with more factual information, more real stuff that allows you mm-hmm. to make the right kind of decisions. And therefore, you get less mistakes when recruiting. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, thank you, Mark, um, for all these insights. I mean, I think that it's definitely very interesting to be aware of how we use the platforms that we do on a day-to-day basis, because I think that sometimes we can be uh, not that mindful of how we interact with people or how much we put no, uh, in terms of like nurturing our social media presence. So I think your insights are very interesting and can make me and, and probably a lot of our audience to reflect on how we use the platform. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for for all of that insight my pleasure nice speaking to you yeah thank you and also thank you to our listeners and see you in the next edition of the podcast